You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clare. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico back with you here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Just a reminder, join us this Wednesday, May 24th at Cedars, 66th and Pioneers for Give to Lincoln Day. We'll be there from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. for all of our local shows to support Give to Lincoln Day, which is a time when everyone in Lincoln is asked to make a donation towards the organizations that are critical to the care, support, and spirit of our city. In Lincoln, more than 300 kids don't have a home and 3,000 more suffer with homelessness. Homelessness. Why do you do that? I say it, I give it an extra ness. Homelessness. Every single time. Homelessness. They need your help. A gift to Cedars makes an immediate impact on Lincoln's kids. So go to givetolincoln.com to donate and specify where you'd like your funds to go. We'd love for you to choose Cedars if you're able. Once again, Cedars' mission is to help children and youth achieve safety, stability, and endure family relationships. And so make sure you circle tomorrow on your calendars. It's Give to Lincoln Day, and Cedars needs your support. Go to givetolincoln.com to make your donation anytime between now and the end of the day tomorrow. So we'll be there all day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. We'll be floating around there. Come say hello. Come hang out with us. We're going to be doing shows from the porch at Cedars, so it's going to be a fun uh, outdoor event that we're, we're looking forward to I'm going to take my hat. My uh, my Nebraska there straw hat, so that I can block the sun from all angles. Okay, there you go. We bring in Austin. Hello, Austin. Hi, welcome it, back. Thank you. Glad to be here. Um, did you see that I was peeling on my face earlier when we were talking? I did, but I also didn't say anything because okay. I have the same issue. Okay, well, you're hey Austin, you're peeling on your face. Thank you. Okay, Thanks thank for you. The heads up. No, no problem. See, it's it's, it's it. yeah. See, I would appreciate. He got that mad because we didn't tell him, but I thought he knew. I had that Just like I didn't I say to... anything to you because I thought you knew. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, and see? I've been, you know, trying to use moisturizers and lotions and all that. Still yeah. not really helping. Like that I don't, much. I don't feel I don't like how, I should. How just do you, like, how do you, you fix know, it? You just, just wait. It's it just, just happens. It's just a waiting process. I'm guessing. Dang, I've never had that problem. Trust the process. <sighs> I guess I suppose so. All right. Well, the uh, the Big Ten. My face before. I don't know. I've never had it. The Big Ten baseball tournament. We're just gonna move on. Big Ten baseball tournament has begun. Um, Nebraska plays the fifth seed Rutgers tomorrow. I, I would assume that Nebraska will face true freshman pitcher Christian Capola um, for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. He was named to the All Big Ten first team earlier today. So was Max Anderson and Bryce Matthews for the Huskers. Max Anderson, a unanimous selection. Um, what is he good? Or Christian something? Capola ha- has thrown sixty innings. Has a five and five record and a three point six zero ERA. I was expecting a little bit more out of a first team pitcher, but once again, Capola, a true freshman, he was the first true freshman to ever true freshman pitcher, I should say, to ever be named to the All Big Ten first team from Rutgers. Is the pitching in the Big Ten just not that great? Well, we saw it today with uh, oh, um, Michigan's guy Holleran. Oh, Holleran. Uh, he was the pitcher of the year and then got 
shelled Destroyed. for like seven or eight runs against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, I would also like to point out Rutgers is a w- team last year that won 44 games. And the tournament. Pe- they did not. Yeah. And people forget that uh, Rutgers won 44, went 44 and 15. People forget Rutgers was good. Yeah. Um, which, which former Major League Baseball third baseman went to Rutgers? Todd Frazier. Nice. I'm gonna he just, loves every time. I'm, I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue saying it so that it just gets automatically ingrained in our brains. The next, okay. anytime you mention Rutgers baseball, I'm just gonna okay. say Todd. Frazier. How about this one? Which uh, former MLB outfielder went uh, to Ohio State? Nick Swisher. Nice. The field's named after him. Dang it! Darn right it is. Okay, well, let's do some okay, math yeah, here. Let's go ahead. Me. Yes, um, please go Rutgers ahead, Austin, because we were gonna talk about this. They won 44 baseball games last year. Let's see how many years we have to go back. Till we hit 44 Rutgers football wins. Okay. Oh, this could be really good. This could be really good. Okay. I got it. You got it? Yep. Okay. Tell me when it's up. It's up. Okay. We have uh, four. Okay. Five. Okay. Three. Two. One. Four. Two. Four. Eight. Six. Nine. Should be about there. We're at 48. Okay. So that took. 11 years. One, two, three, four, I five, was counting. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, eleven seasons. Eleven seasons Dang. for Rutgers football to get forty-four. Years. That's tough. But um, hey, one of those years, their last year in the Big East, nine wins. First year in the Big Ten, eight wins. Wow, Rutgers Kyle used Flood, to be a powerhouse. Um, was that Flood? I was going to mm-hmm. say, was that Shiano's years? Uh, no, Kyle Flood took over for Shiano. Went nine and four, six and seven, eight and five, then four and eight. Mm. So, do we have a final on that? Uh, Iowa Michigan game, a lot to a little. I'm guessing so. Iowa was up eleven to eleven to two at one point, but so I'm assuming not basketball, baseball. This is the worst part. You want to know how little Big Ten cares about baseball? You search Big Ten baseball bracket, and the first thing that pops up is the men's basketball, basketball bracket. Uh, ended thirteen three. Okay, Iowa. So there you go. Iowa, the three seed in the tournament, has advanced. They'll play the winner of Indiana and Illinois. That game is going to start here in about 15 minutes or so. But like I said, Nebraska is the four seed. And it's kind of crazy as we navigate baseball corner here. Kind of crazy to think about where we were a couple weeks ago saying, oh man, Nebraska, they're they're in danger of missing the tournament. They're, they haven't played well recently, right? Their pitching is, is not helping out their offense. They lose games to, you know, whoever 12 to 10 or 12 to 8 or 11 to 4. Um, when in reality, four, five, six runs should be enough to win you a baseball game. And so now the page is kind of turned, and Nebraska's the four seed in the bottom bra- in the second bracket. And when you look at Nebraska and Rutgers, so it's a four four seed versus a five seed matchup. Maryland, the one seed, plays Michigan State tonight at six p.m. That one is obviously between the one seed and the eight seed. The Spartans able to do a little bit of upsetness here. And Nebraska could be sitting in a really interesting position if, if Michigan State is able to win and Nebraska gets job done tomorrow as well. That would be a dream scenario for Nebraska, not having to face Maryland in the second round of the Big Ten tournament and having them have to fight their way through the loser's bracket yeah. to, to, to come back and face them and go through a couple of pitchers, make mm-hmm. themselves tired before they have to face Nebraska. Nebraska can just sit back, relax, and, and get everybody healthy and ready to go for a matchup against a very, very good Maryland squad. Um, 
and you, you know how you were saying how much the Big Ten like doesn't really care about baseball. Yeah. You wanna know how much ESPN doesn't care about baseball? Oh no. They don't have that the Michigan Iowa game has started. Well, they they don't they don't update anything on no. there. They don't they don't not update baseball. Oh, not you, SEC. oh you, yeah, I was gonna say the only game that has a score: Texas A and M and Tennessee. Do that we, one just started. Do we give our Texas Bottom A&M of the fourth. hypothetical right here? Oh my gosh! Bottom of the fourth, Texas A and M up two to Ooh, nothing. They're up on Tennessee. Okay, and Tennessee does not have a hit. So that's a great example because that's where we can go with this. Tennessee in the SEC. Has a thirty-eight and eighteen record. Just to just to kind of put comparatives, number thirteen in the nation. Yes, thirteenth team in the country. Tennessee has a thirty-eight and eighteen record, and Nebraska is sitting at thirty-one and twenty-one and one. And so, Nebraska here is the four seed in the Big Ten with that record. Tennessee is the seven seed in the SEC. The way the SEC the, the SEC constructs their bracket is in this first round of games, if you're not a top four seed, which in this case, if you're not Florida, Arkansas, LSU, or Vanderbilt, you have to win today to then make it to the double elimination portion of the tournament. What's crazy here, so if that score stands, Texas A&M, the 10 seed, beats 7 seed Tennessee today, Tennessee will be eliminated from the SEC tournament. But what's their RPI? 16, right? 16th in the country. Oh, they're good. (laughs) And so Tennessee is still going to be an at-large bid and more more than likely a favorable draw, right, as a two-seed in the regional. That's going to suck but for here we are. gets them Nebraska, in their no, Look at this. Like, think about this. Then Nebraska, for Nebraska's sake... How many regions are there? No, well, there, there, would be, there would be 16. 16 regions, 16 regions and then eight super regions. I was going to say they could have hosted a regional, but they lost in their no. first round. Yeah. So, but then you come and you look at Nebraska... And I think they're at 108th in the RPI right now. I looked at today. Yep. And 31 and 21 overall. And yes, the Big Ten bracket is double elimination. But you sit here and go, Nebraska could make it to the semifinals, lose in the semifinals, and oh, sorry, season's over. I mean, it's it's, like it's, it's crazy. I mean, Nebraska could lose in the finals and have their season be over. That's a good point. Nebraska could make it all the way to the Big Ten championship, lose that final game. And it would be like, oh wow, congratulations! It's it's just wild to think about. It's it's funny to think about. Um, How much would it have helped if Nebraska beat Ole Miss? Probably not as much because they missed the SEC. Tournament. Not as much. Yep. Mm. How much does that's, it help if Vanderbilt that's actually wild. wins? That's even better. That's even better. As you sat there and said, Ole Miss missed the the SEC tournament. Um, Missouri is the last team in the SEC to make the tournament, so the 12 seed, mm-hmm. right? 30 and 22 is their record. Their record is 30 and 22. They yeah, have one fewer up. win and one more loss than Nebraska. And they are on the brink of of missing the SEC tournament when not just not eight teams make it, 12 teams make it. Well, yeah. I mean Georgia made the SEC tournament and they were 29 27. Yeah. Pull up A&M schedule again. I want to go through our hypothetical from before cuz this is hilarious to me. This is this is interesting. Because is it, is it though? It's really funny. <laughs> okay, so I don't like it. We, we can go ahead. So first first SEC So thing. So j- tell them tell them. tell them what you're doing. Basically what we're doing, since A and M and Nebraska were what, one or two games different yes. in record? Yes. Essentially what we're doing is taking the results of Nebraska's Big Ten series, seeing what A and M's SEC series were at the same point of the year, and transposing Nebraska's Big Ten record onto Texas A and M's mm-hmm. SEC schedule. Yeah. 
That's what we're doing. Okay. Ridiculous. So, your first Big Ten series. Because, because basically what we will learn through this is if Nebraska did the same results against SEC opponents, they are a top 15 team in the country? Easy. Okay. Easily. Okay, first, first series against the three seed in the SEC tournament, the LSU Tigers. With the presumptive number one and number two overall pick in yes. the MLB draft, you take two or three. Bingo. Two or three from LSU. Great start. Again, Again, this, that, was, two that, was, that was at home. That Again, was at home. This is this is Nebraska's schedule taking the records and just putting those records against the teams that AM faced. So you get two out of three from LSU to start. Congratulations. Not at Alex Box, though. I, I do want to go. Have you ever you ever been to Alex Box? I've not. I want to go to Alex Box. Honestly, you take two or three from and LSU. That's what it's called, right? Alex. I couldn't tell you. I know you it's some something box. Up? Something box. Uh, let's see. Yep, Alex Box Stadium. Cool. Skate Congratulations. You took two of three from LSU. You're already in the NCAA tournament. That's a good point. <laughs> okay, your next one. You take two of three. On the road at Tennessee. I like yeah, it. Congratulations. Tennessee. You're definitely in the NCAA tournament. Okay. Next, next weekend is a sweep. Oh, my gosh. Nebraska just swept Ole Miss. That's yeah, wild. Right. Ole Miss sucks. That's wild. <laughs> Nebraska doesn't. Yeah, no. You were definitely supposed then, to do that. Then you go on the road to Auburn and... Get swept. Oh, no. Mm, okay. Not looking good. Uh, then you follow that up with a home series against the Missouri Tigers. Two or three. Okay. Um, on the road at Kentucky. One out of three. Okay. That's a good team. That's number 13, Kentucky. This is the big one. I remember this one. You go to the place that crushed your dreams a couple of years ago. You were unfairly put in the Fayetteville Regional, and you return to Bomb Stadium with a sweep! With a sweep of the Arkansas Razorbacks! <laughs> this is a ridiculous exercise. Rico, you love these. I do. Yeah, see? And Thank then you win two out of three to end the year. Okay, against Florida. Perfect. Who so once again is the number two seed? <laughs> yep. So you're telling me. Or no, me, Florida's number one. Yeah, Florida won the number one. So you're season. telling me you win the series <laughs> against the top four teams in the SEC. Well, yep. I mean, here's, I'm telling you. here's a way to look at it. Oh, uh, and you have a non-con win over Vandy as well. Oh, that's yeah, right. That stays. <laughs> that stays. So, congratulations. You're a one seed. Here's how we can look at this. You are hosting a regional, what is and ne- you are getting a whole bunch of no-name schools to come to your regional because you're just that good. What is Nebraska's record in conference play? 15-9. and nine. That will put them. I would say probably the four seed. Uh, the four so you're seed playing for a first round buy. Yeah, yeah, you're playing for a first round buy. The four seed is Vanderbilt, who has you a beat, thirty head to head. You beat, yep, you got the tiebreaker. Um, that makes Vanderbilt is thirty seven and seventeen this year, and sixteen and eleven in the conference. Yeah, but one of those seventeen losses was to Nebraska. So. Yeah, darn right it was. <laughs> darn right it was. I think that should get you in the tournament, regardless. <laughs> Funny enough, speaking about um, Vanderbilt, man. Jack Leiter struggling in the minors. Mar Rocker's having Tommy John too. Oh, again? Again? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeez, dang Kumar. It. He needs to go back to the American Association. It's true. Played for did, did, where did he oh he did, he played for somebody out east, I think. I thought he was in Sioux Falls. No. No, no, no. way. He was out east. I, I would have made a trip to Sioux Falls so quick. I think he I think he went to Sioux Falls. I think they played a game there. But I don't think he played for Sioux Falls. Tri-City Valley Cats in the Frontier League. There it is. Yeah. Tri-City. Yep. Kumar There's Rocker. There's a lot of Tri-Cities. There really are. Yep. So, 
He is now. Yeah, that's right, because he's with the, the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Same with Lighter. Lighter. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Yeah, Jack Lighter, his. Uh, I don't know if you guys have looked up his statistics, but he's gotten like he's gotten shelled a couple of times. Um, Classic Rangers behavior. I mean, yeah, to that point. So here we go. 2022. We should take a break. After this. <laughs> in 2022, he was 3-10 and 10 on the mound. He had a 5.54 ERA. And he, let's see, allowed 11 home runs and 56 walks. He struck out 108. Yeah. Um, Not good. He averaged per nine innings. Or I should say, excuse me, per win. He averaged 1.9 strikeouts per game. Mm. That's not good. Then in 2023, so far, he is 2-2. Two and two. He has a 4.62 earned run average. He has only thrown in eight games, but he has allowed six home runs and walked 20 batters. Jeez. No, we call that Jordan Lyles. He's averaging five walks per appearance. Actually, take that back. We call that Brad Keller. Yes. That's not great. Yeah, that's not good at all. Not good, Bob. All right, let's go ahead and uh, let's take a break. We'll bring in Strick. Let's talk a little NBA playoffs with uh, Strick and Austin as the Lakers got swept last night. Everybody's freaking out about LeBron. I know the guys are going to talk about that, so we'll get their their preliminary thoughts on that, as well as we got a game tonight between uh, Miami and Boston. Should Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum split up? We'll ask the guys coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.